Today, tomorrow, forever. Is that a wrestling thing behind you? Because it kind of looks like... This uh, Chris Jericho autographed book. Oh, it's Chris Jericho. He 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 looks like the bastard child between um, Gordon Ramsay and the janitor from Scrubs. <laughs> I can see it. All right, stuffing squirrels. Are we ready to get started? I thought we already did. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, we can leave this in. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. That's why I burped. I thought we were... We were, we were, yeah, we're getting into it. We're getting into it. So yeah, we better we're, belch. We're in this, burp. All right, then. Well, let's talk about wrestling. I won't even ask you what you did this weekend, guys, because I already know. Uh, you probably should ask anyway, uh, unless you want to be totally rude. Oh, what did you do this weekend? <sighs> this weekend, I watched SummerSlam, and I had some drinks. So drink beer, watch wrestling? Drink beer, watch wrestling. Uh, drink some wine and watch wrestling. I drink all the drinks and watch wrestling. Not only that, on uh, Saturday as well, watched NST TakeOver Brooklyn 4 oh. and had drinks <laughs> as well. Not quite as many as on Sunday, but some drinks. So shall we talk about these two pay-per-view events that are actually on the network so you don't really have to pay-per-view them? Well, some of us pay-per-view. I know. I, I like to pay extra. You know it. I give WWE as much money as I can. I just, I feel that they need it. They give us such a quality product. Why shouldn't I give them something back? Well, 10% of all proceeds to our Patreon do go to the WWE, WWE. Network. Yeah, I mean. That's a solid commitment. Yeah. For now, until we start building up some money. I mean, yeah, until people actually start giving us money. Until it gets to be eleven dollars a month, which with the Patreon fee would be ten dollars a month, which would cover the network costs. A hundred percent of the Patreon fee will be going to the WWE. Anyway, from listeners like you, you could support our weekly viewing, our pay per views. And you know, if if we keep having that that network content, we can we can we could eventually start a network. Plus, like somebody's got to pay for all these tickets we keep getting, drinking and driving after we watch these shows. Yeah, I mean, they actually make me pay for my own like breathalyzer install. It's crazy. Yeah. It should be covered by car insurance. It, yeah, that's I, what, that's what, what I, do I pay per month. I mean, the if nuclear I pay for car podcast. Does not advocate drinking and driving or underage drinking. But all, the more you know. But uh. But yeah. if you're gonna do it, no, no, listen to us please in the car don't. While you're doing it, please but don't. Is, with with the thing you have to blow Take into to start your engine, mm-hmm. it, it reads your ass. Oh really? Yeah, if you put your hole right up to it, pff, you're good. You're good. You're good. Oh, like, there's no Farks don't have alcohol in Farks them. don't have alcohol. The more you know. <laughs> so, look, if you drink beer, watch wrestling, take an Uber. That's that's our new catchphrase. Yes. Drink beer, watch wrestling, Uber. take an Uber. Yes, just steal it from the Uber driver. <laughs> tell the cop when he's giving you the breathalyzer, look, I'm just going to fart on him instead, man. <laughs> and he'll be cool with it, probably, and then he'll pass it. And if, you're, if your Uber driver has one of those breathalyzers to start the car, don't get in. Take a lift. Look, <laughs> I, can, 
I need to make extra money on the weekends. <laughs> to pay all your DUIs. <laughs> for all my DUIs. And there's limited options out there. If you see me roll up with the breathalyzer in my car, it, it's not a big deal. I'm fine. A couple is no big deal. I remember, if it's April Fool's Day, you can legally reach for that cop's gun as long as you say <laughs> April Fool's. I've heard that's true. I, I saw that on Yahoo Answers once. <laughs> Confirmed. Yeah, I saw it on Quora. Confirmed by definitely a cop. <laughs> the more, definitely underscore a underscore cop. The, the, the more you know. <laughs> All right, Constable. Uh huh. What did you think of Next Takeover Brooklyn Four? Um, I liked it. I thought it was um nice and short. I didn't yeah, have to yeah. sit through. It six was not or a six-hour pay-per-view. Um, and you get good solid matches. Uh, everybody less backstage great. nonsense. No backstage nonsense. Um, I Did mean, you have a favorite match of the night on Saturday? Uh, it was probably Ricochet and, and Adam Cole. Yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty great, yeah. especially the you know the the high spot with the backflip into the super kick. Mm-hmm. Pretty awesome, but overall, a pretty awesome match. I really enjoyed all the matches. Yeah, even though. I mean, the main the event. main event I wasn't in love with. I don't like Last Man Standing as nah. a match type, nah, bro. but nah, bro, <laughs> nah, bro. I I have a question. Yes, is Ricochet is it like the bouncing off of? He, he is he a jumping around oh, type or of is, flipper. Or is it Richard O apostrophe Shay? Oh my god. Why did he not choose that? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe he didn't want WWE to own that name so that when he's done with them, he can, he can take use that Richard to the Indies. Yeah. Out, yeah, and when he goes back Indies. to the Indies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a smart move on his point. <laughs> you should trademark that before he before gets fired by WWE. And then screw over like Vince. <laughs> Well, it's kind of like my wrestling character, uh, Rick Shaw. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, what is Rick Shaw's gimmick, (laughs) Reverend Michael? (laughs) Never mind. I don't want to know Rick Shaw's gimmick. I come out out on a Rick Shaw. (laughs) (laughs) That's it? There's my my, uh, little... uh, there's my little rickshaw uh, driver. driver. <laughs> <laughs> my rickshaw valet. <laughs> he's, uh, he's, What's his name? I, I don't care. <laughs> Is it Sandy? It's <laughs> <laughs> just nuclear. Short, all right, all right. Short round. <laughs> Edit. Good uh, job. All right, Charlie. <laughs> let's uh, let's move on to SummerSlam. You heard it here first, heels and heaters. <laughs> Remember this day, the origin of Rick, Rick Shaw. Shaw. <laughs> I'd love to see a match between Rick Shaw and Ric Flair. It's like a dream. <laughs> It's just all chops the whole match. <laughs> There's no other moves. <laughs> I see Rickshaw as a high flyer. <laughs> top, <laughs> top rope technician. <laughs> Rickshaw. <laughs> 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 
Meanwhile, the valet's just cheering him on next to the rickshaw, the, the ring entrance. All right. Before this goes any further, uh-huh. let's talk about SummerSlam. Okay. So we all watched SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Uh, did Some we have... of us watched it better than others. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great job, Constable. You are very good at watching TV. Fuck you. I'm the best at watching TV. <laughs> Watch me watch TV. I'm, uh, I'm gonna start live streaming me watching wrestling. Just, just watching a Twitch a, stream. Just watching and taking notes. Just getting fall down drunk. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Hey, look, just look at this lady. She's fall down drunk. Then I'm and go, I can kind of hear WWE in the background. I'll live stream going right from that to driving for Uber. <laughs> about wrestling they'll have no idea what's going yeah. on. What did you think of that Rickshaw Adam Cole match? <laughs> <laughs> I drank a bottle of white wine to the head. <laughs> hey, watch this! <laughs> I fell. <laughs> In the car? <laughs> I... Yes. Yes. Alright. So, SummerSlam, Mike was the big winner of the <laughs> NHP trophy. Congratulations, Mike. It's your first victory. Yes, uh, ever That's in just... life, in podcast. We won and... that trophy before. Well, no, we won the gift card that we never gave each other, so <laughs> we resorted to <laughs> resorted to a $4 Goodwill trophy. Hey, um, that thing is 100% pure solid bronze. Yeah, no, the, it's amazing. It is. It was uh, kindly donated to us by the fine folks at Comet Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. For all your pizza needs. Uh, for, <laughs> Reverend Michael, what was your favorite match and or moment at SummerSlam? The Demon. The Demon. Oh, the demon. yeah. Motherfucker. The Demon is pretty exciting. The entrance of the Demon was a little bit better than the match Get with real. the Demon. Yes, but it was longer. <laughs> Everything about him is 100% awesome. We were applauding him. Yeah, except then you were talking shit on his match. And you know a boy. Couple Just that it was, was too short. Too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, it or he? Uh, I both. Mm-hmm. Both, all right. A little guy, a little demon. Mm-hmm. I imagine him on the shoulder of Baron Corbin. On the other side, there's a little angel Is Finn that Balor. Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle on the other side, <laughs> Finn Balor on one side. I, yes. <laughs> a halo of gold medals. <laughs> Just two. <laughs> Just over there sucking. Hey. That what? is my boy, Kurt Angle. Yeah, your boy sucks. Yeah, he he applauds that chant. Yeah. He tries to get people to say it. He you does the Vince see, walk out to that chant. You see the tears every week, a little tear, he's cycling <laughs> it back. It's not nice. The WWE Universe, fickle fans, idiots, we don't like them. They're all. So the demon. The demon was your favorite? The demon was my favorite. I, I, like, I like that hopefully this thing is going to be over with Corbin. Mmm. Because, again, it feels like it's just... That had... That was... It's like, oh, well, we have to shove all this big cast shit over to someone. <laughs> oh, could you imagine if Big Cass was still there and he was the constable? Ooh. It would have been some bad TV. Oh, Do you really think that that was the way they were going? <sighs> I hope not. 
I mean, they did. They clearly have moved some of the the your short stuff yeah. to Baron Corbin. Oh, I, well, you do wonder. You wonder, yeah. right? What do those original pages look like? Just covered Blew in your mind tears. Right now, didn't yeah, I? <laughs> yeah. There's covered in tears and kind of like how like you know some how people have like coffee rings, mm-hmm. but it's rings from like piss jugs. Yeah, so I, I, I assume like, WWE writers they pee in bottles. And like just smelling of like Randy Orton's dick, like all uh, over. Yeah. yeah, but like secondhand. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, secondhand dick. So Constable Cass, mm-hmm. did you have a favorite match or moment at SummerSlam? Um. There was a couple things that I really liked. Okay. Um, I loved Samoa Joe calling out Flat Earth Family. <laughs> and crying Flat Earth Wendy and yep. Flat Earth Child. All of the Flat Earthers crying like they should be. Um, I loved the Becky Balboa turn, turn and heel, beating the shit out of Charlotte. Um, what else good happened? Demon from Baylor of... And... You don't know. There was some good stuff, some bad stuff. Those are the things that I'm remembering right now without looking at any notes. Well, very good job. Yep. That, that was a lot of the good stuff. In addition... ace memory. You so. did? In addition, I'll take the one one last good thing that you didn't already <laughs> cover. Uh, we had The Miz. Oh, The Miz. And, and a gi- giant knockout punch on Daniel Bryan oh, yeah. to continue that feud. His punch is like 100... Daniel Bryan punches. So the past couple of months, those like that's like a big. That's that's more than a yes punch. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's yeah, motherfucker yeah. punch. <laughs> the past couple of months, we haven't all been in love with the uh, pay per views. I think we've all graded them middle of the road. What did you think that. of SummerSlam? SummerSlam, it was probably upper middle of the road. Oh wow. I Why, mean, for that? WWE, it was probably like their best of the year, mm-hmm. but. When I'm thinking about, could I have watched Potential. it sober? Probably not. <laughs> I don't know how people do it. <laughs> it's just they're, they're too long. Animals. If there was less matches, and they, it, it they was cut very the long. matches out, cut the pre-show matches out, just have, I don't know, six or seven, good to go. It would have been a perfect pay-per-view. You yeah. had your seven good matches. When you count your pre-show, we did have 13 matches. Of course, you can cut the pre-show yourself by not watching it. Look, <laughs> we're dedicated over here. We're bringing every bit of information we can. We to do it the for you, fans. nuclear heat fans. Heels and heaters. Do we want to watch any of it? No. Do we want to watch it every week? No. But we do it and bring it to you fucking idiots. Did we want another B-team match? No. no. D- did we want to... What? I guess we're going to have to bite the bullet and talk about this. Did we want to see Roman Reigns become the champion? Mm. Did we want... <clears throat> I think Mike did. Mike? I did. Yeah. Uh, outside of the betting possibilities? <laughs> oh, no. No, no. no, no. <laughs> so, some disappointing moments in SummerSlam. The Kevin Owens and Braun Strowman mm. match was just a total squash. Hashtag justice for KO. I'm getting it trending. He needs a rematch. It was fucked up. Yeah. You know, I no one really expected our fantasy booking to come true. Kevin yeah. Owens wins that match and comes out and gloriously, uh, you know, 
pins Braun Strowman. Bra- frees everyone. Yeah, <laughs> pins Brock and Roman at the same time for the Universal <laughs> Championship. He goes on to a hundred year Universal Champion run, <laughs> destroying everyone in his path. Oh, yeah. I I I kind of want to put aside our our anti. Uh, body shaming policy mm-hmm. because Kevin Owens is getting kind of big. <laughs> yeah, he's really like putting on a lot of muscle mass. He's yeah, got, uh, he's, got he's cultivating mass. That's what it is. <laughs> he's gains. He's yoked. He looks amazing. One hundred percent lean cut Canadian bacon. Hot as shit. Fucking stuff. Canadian fat back. No. And You're dude, crazy. No. I like I just I don't want to see him go the Samoa Joe route. Oof. Yeah, you saw young Samoa Joe. Yeah, that's true. And now you see like but big, I've seen now you young, see big titty Joe. I've mm. seen a young Kevin Owens and he looks exactly the same as he looks now. And he's <laughs> yeah, still we were watching amazing. ten years matches from ten years ago and <laughs> did pretty much look the same. He has his facial hair was a bit more patchy. That's about it. <laughs> he looked amazing. He still looks amazing. I can't wait for him to come back with Sami Zayn. Then they run through the whole roster. They both become champs of everything. Pepper spraying everyone on their way up. So the the Kevin Owens and Braun Strowman match was a uh, squash, and then we came to the end of the evening and had another basically glorified squash for the uh, Universal Championship. Mm-hmm. After months of chasing after Brock Lesnar. Um, Roman uh, kind of won on the distraction from Braun Strowman mm-hmm. uh, in just a few minutes. Uh, and with very little uh, offense from Brock Lesnar, former heavyweight UFC champion. Look, he didn't want to tire himself out. He has 500-day champion. to do. He, he has better things that, I don't know, on Monday night... Uh, Paul Heyman was already in there begging for a rematch. You know what's happening? Paul Heyman's trying to save his own job. Yeah. <laughs> Brock Lesnar does not want a rematch. He doesn't give a shit, but Paul Heyman needs to get paid. As we know from whatever, two or three weeks ago, Paul Heyman has two contracts. Mm-hmm. One with Brock Lesnar and one with WWE in a totally reasonable bit of storyline work from Kurt Angle. There's actually five contracts. Really? He's getting paid five times over. Some of them don't know. Like, Steph only knows about one. Vince knows about one. He's tricked them all. He's brilliant. Who's got the other? Is it Shane? Is Shane the one. secret Shane's contract? Got three, and he doesn't even know it. So it's it's Vince, Stephanie, Shane Brock, Shane, uh-huh. and the WWE at large. Yeah. But the Shane uh, one doesn't count. But because... Shane, nobody knows about. It's a secret. Yeah. Oh, goodness. So they he could run is, a really great storyline with that. He's like, calculating. He's manipulative. Like when Shane bought WCW. <laughs> <laughs> he's everything that you want. Okay. All right. So the, the Shane one is not necessarily legal because it was done on construction paper in crayon. <laughs> oh, poor Shane. Poor Shane. <laughs> it's for thirty bajillion dollars a year. <laughs> <laughs> Are they like Shane Bucks? <laughs> it's, a, it's a pic. He drew a picture of Vince on it. And, That's my dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's the exchange rate of thirty bajillion Shane Bucks versus one Paul Heyman nickels? One million regular Vince dollars. <laughs> 
That's just an extra million Paul Heyman's getting every wow. year on the fly. Wow. The sly slips it in there. Uh, Nobody knows. So, uh, man, did we cover everything? Uh, it was pretty weird that SummerSlam featured basically really four squashes. Mm-hmm. KO got squashed. Uh, Baron Corbin got decidedly squashed. Mm, of course he did. Alexa Bliss got destroyed by Ronda Rousey. This was a sad one for me. I really not much of a surprise though. No, not a no. surprise. But I really wanted something dirty from Alexa, fucking over Ronda. You build yeah. it up a little bit more. Yeah, could have gotten us to Evolution. Hell in a Cell. Uh, yeah. Evolution. At least Hell in a Cell. And uh, and then have her fucking destroy her in the cell. There's no way she could run out of it. it makes more sense. And then. Brock wasn't exactly a squash, but it was a glorified squash. Mm-hmm. There was, what, 18,000 Superman punches and 146 spears, I believe. Mm-hmm. Brock, Brock had a choke on Roman for about 13.6 seconds and then mm-hmm. another 142 spears, and that was the end of it. Yeah. So, uh, all right, are we done with SummerSlam? Is that all the SummerSlam yeah. we wanted to talk about? Oh, uh... The New Day beat the Bludgeon Brothers, but by disqualification. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens they with that. Belt, we'll see so with my that. boys won. I never doubted them. You know, the New Day forever. That's because the Bludgeon Brothers are emotionally unstable children. They needed to break out their hammers. They are large Little boys. Little bludgies you know? having a fit with their hammies. So shall we move on and talk about a good old Raw this week? Sure, sure, sure. Sure, sure, sure. sure, 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 sure. So we had some big angles coming out of... Uh, SummerSlam. Kurt. Well, Kurt is involved in one of the biggest stories. Of our generation. I mean, if you watch wrestling, you watch wrestling for this. Baron Corbin, through tattletailing and ratting, a bit of snitching. Hey, it's called Street Smarts, and he's got him in space. uh, Street Smarts (laughs) is snitching to your boss. (laughs) Yeah. On WWE, a d- daughter of a billionaire. Yeah, you go and you go and tattle on Kurt. Anyway, Kurt has been temporarily relieved of his general manager duties. Oh, it's a forced vacation, and it's just because he's just looking a little tired in the eyes. Stephanie knows what's best. She's gonna send him to an island. He's gonna get some rest, some relaxation. Baron Corbin is the acting general manager <laughs> of Raw. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm not in love with this. I mean, you for the past, been. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say my piece, and then you can tear it apart, Constable. Just wait for me to finish. I'll never wait for you to finish. I, you know, I'm gonna interrupt you every time. Okay. Just if you so for the me. past twenty years, uh, we've had the. <clears throat> Belching idiots everywhere. No, that's... That's the WWE universe. That's the past 20 weeks of this podcast. <laughs> uh, belching dick and fart jokes everywhere. Anyway, the past... We rarely tw- make a fart joke. The past 20 years... <laughs> uh, we've had the... Uh, the evil general manager ever since Vince became Mr. McMahon... And started feuding with Stone Cold. Since and he I, decided to be his real self on TV. Yes, yes. He went from Shows the true colors, from the wacky announcer guy to the evil corporate piece of shit villain. Yeah, piece of shit. He's a real piece of shit. P O S. 
uh, ever since then, we've had these heels as the authority figures. and Until Kurt Angle. Until Kurt Angle. And Kurt Angle was starting to get get that... I don't know. What the hell am I saying? Uh, he's t- he's just it was starting nice. to work. Uh, the superstars are running all over him. Oh They're my God. pretty much controlling the show. And somebody had to rein them back in. He's letting Braun do whatever the fuck he wants. Ronda's beating up everyone in the world. And breaking him. arms left and right. And him. And he doesn't even punish her. So we need somebody to step in, lay down some rules, enforce them, rein the show back in. Maybe it'll get better again. Maybe they'll be able to beat SmackDown for once in their lives. Maybe they can, Maybe he can rein it back in to two hours instead of three yeah. hours. Yeah. yeah. He can Roman rein it back in. I'm All hoping right. he Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. <laughs> so we opened up the night with new Universal Champion uh, Roman Reigns. Speaking of annoying. Making an open challenge to anyone in the back, except that then he said, actually, I want it to be Finn Balor because Finn Balor never got his rematch uh, many moons ago. Uh, Corbin tried to stop that, but Kurt uh, succeeded in making that the final match of the night. Um, so, uh, were you excited, Constable, to see Finn versus Reigns? You know, I've been on Little Finn Balor's ship for the past couple of weeks. He's been feuding with my boy, Constable Corbin. But then Dino Finn Balor showed up, and I feel like he's back. He's back to being on top. I wanted <coughs> to beat the shit out of Roman, of course. Things uh, didn't quite happen didn't that quite way. It was a very good match. It, it was, was very match. competitive. It was not a squash. I blame Braun Strowman. He wasn't under control. The console didn't have a chance to really set some rules yet. Stupid Braun Strowman came, came out, out and distracted Finn Balor, which gave Reigns the win. We could have had a new Universal Champion. And there would have been no rematch left for Brock Lesnar to come back. <laughs> Almost had a tee. We had a tease of a cash-in. Almost had a cash-in, but... A reunited shield the worst. came out and stopped Braun from cashing in the Money in the Bank uh, briefcase. For what did reason, you think of this, Cassandra? They were healing it up all over Braun Strowman, who's babyface. And they're all supposed to be babyfaces as well. And Wait, are, are you sure this I, is in a Shades of Grey situation, Constable? Well, I was going to say, according Just to their rules... Now, I think hmm. that it should be Shades of Grey. You know I say that all the time. You're the one that sets the rules. Heal or face, heal or face. Every week you say it. So I was trying to explain it in your terms. Okay. And I was going to throw it back to you and see what you saw. And then you jump the gun like you always fucking do. Trampling <laughs> all over everything I have to say just because I'm a woman and you're a misogynist. You're always trying to shut me down. <laughs> I will not be silent. <laughs> you will listen to every damn thing I have to say. Oh goodness. Oh goodness. So, Constable, what did you? What did you? Do you like the Shield no. now that they're Shades of Grey? You don't like the Shield. I never really watched the Shield, so I don't give a shit about them anyway. I know everybody else on fucking social media was so excited, just jizzing all over themselves at the sight of the Shield reunited. But I, I don't think it needed it. I think they should just had Braun Strowman stalk around a little bit if they weren't going to let him cash in for anything yet, and just distract during the match. Yeah, I think it, I'm sure it's it sounds corny as shit, but I I much preferred Michael Triklas as the commish. Yeah, 
than I when agree. he was on the shield. It was he was. <laughs> I mean, I only saw a couple episodes. Like there was that one where like the I loved the commission. I thought it was, was a great show. It was very fun. Yeah. yeah. I didn't watch the shield, but I do remember the commission and it being great. So. But, I mean, I saw a couple episodes of the shield, and there was but one where like Fantastic Four. The cop, they mm-hmm. well, their their captain like had to like suck a dude off at gunpoint. Um, the commission? No, the shield. Uh, yeah, much, the, the commission was a little lighter than that. Much lighter. It was lighter. ABC. It was definitely lighter. Okay. Stay tuned after Nuclear Heat Podcast for Commission Podcast. <laughs> where the we commission watch. We're rewatching all the episodes. I'm thinking we could do a Michael Chiklis uh, podcast, <laughs> in fact. Yeah. He's been on a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Anyway. That's the only good part of Fantastic Four, I want to say. Oh, I, I'm not going to go that far. I'm going to say he was in Fantastic Four. I'm not going to call also, even I'm, his performance good. I'm going to call it in the Lifetime movie of Kurt Angle's life. I think we could get Michael mm. Chiklis in that part. Yeah, yeah. 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 Spray tan him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Throw a couple medals around that neck. Yeah. And he, break it. Yeah. <laughs> Break it three or four times. <laughs> so, Constable, Constable Cass, I am going to agree with you. Mm-hmm. Break Michael Chiklis's neck. <laughs> if, if the shield are faces, they should not have run out to stop Braun from doing something that's totally within the rules. rules. In fact, he was not just not breaking the rules. He was pretty, you know, straightforward about it. I'm going to come out and fight you after this match. Yeah, he told Little Finn Balor earlier. He, he told you both win, of watch them. Your fucking back. Yeah, like, and you know, it wasn't. Uh, he didn't run in after they were left, you know, broken and bleeding on the mat. He, he is, came out to watch the end of the match. I'll say it: the most stand-up monster in the bank we've ever had. Yeah. How did he? How did he distract Finn? Just uh, his music hit. And, and Finn turned. turned to. Oh, all right. I just, I just picture him like standing next to the ring. <laughs> yes. Hi, Finn. <laughs> <laughs> Raspberry. Finn. <laughs> Finn, it's me. Hi. Yes. Finn, hi. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes, that's what happened. Why bother watching when you can make up your own shit in your imagination? Finn. Finn, it's me, Braun. <laughs> Hi! I'm gonna put you in a porta potty. <laughs> Get these hands. No, no, not even angry. Like no. not even angry. Like just he's, happy. He likes Finn. He's oh. a friend. Oh. Yeah, he's his little buddy. Hi, Finn. <laughs> if it was KO, yes, he'd be yeah. very angry. <laughs> Strowman, man. Finn's like Finn's like trying to be nice and pay some attention to him, yeah. so he's like. Bro- After the match, buddy. Uh, I'm busy. I'm busy over here. Watch, watch the rabbits, buddy. <laughs> Did you see that demon guy last night? He was scary. <laughs> hey, Shane's got a box of kittens he said I can play with. I've never seen you and the demon in the same place. <laughs> and then Finn flies around the earth backwards. <laughs> And rewinds, and we get a different ending at SummerSlam. Amazing. Okay. Okay. I don't know what we we were talking about. Fucking there were some stupid things. Stupid shield. That was it. That was the stupid. <laughs> yeah, fucking stupid shield. 
Uh, moving on. Uh, this yeah. is the whatever part of our uh, business card. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. So what other good things happened on Raw? On Raw, okay. Uh, Lashley and Corbin don't care about that. Heyman wants a rematch. Uh, we talked Boston, about that. Boston Hub Connection versus the dang Rat Squatters. Oh, the Rat Squad. They won. That's about the Rat Squad did win. Once again, Ruby gets the pin because she's the best. She's the only one that they're presenting as a wrestler. The other two are her friends, I guess. No, they were wrestling the whole time she was off. Yes, and, and they, they lost every single match no, while Ruby didn't. was gone. Most of Most the matches of while Ruby. Most of <laughs> when your leader is gone, look, guys. The first time it's that true I can't when make the, the constable. Podcast, I, I was giving it to you. It's gonna fall the fuck apart. Yeah. <laughs> Worse than it already does. <laughs> It will never even get on the rails to get off. <laughs> we'll just we'll talk about wrestling for an hour and a half and realize we haven't turned anything on. Wieners. Somebody at work Wieners and balls. suggested that I should take a break and like give you an actual break from having to be From the constable on character podcast. And I said I can't because we'd lose every single one of our 50 <laughs> listeners. Yeah, you know what? What else did we see? Ooh, you know what was really good? Was when Dean Ambrose mm. basically squashed, totally destroyed, lamest wrestler on <laughs> on the show, Dolph Ziggler. You're being ridiculous right now. <laughs> Dolph was very depressed. It's hard to lose such a prestigious award like the Intercontinental Championship belt. And he was sad, and he came out sad. He wasn't dancing around. I, it was hard for me to watch, honestly. I felt really bad for him. And I It was hope- just like his stand-up comedy. Oh. <laughs> Boom! Don't you Roasted Duff Ziggler. Oh, don't you dare. You've dare. never even seen him do stand-up. He's amazing. Okay. You're being an asshole right now. That's for damn sure. Since we were in Brooklyn... We also did get to see uh, Kurt Hawkins. Is he from Brooklyn? He's from New York. Of course he is. <laughs> Fucking loser. That's why he's lost so I much. think he's from Brooklyn as well. Uh, we got to see him come out to face Elias. Elias. And while it was a stronger showing for Hawkins than uh, in recent w- developments. Elias was playing around with him. He was yeah. like, I'm going to let this he kid get He was toying with this guy. In. Yeah. yeah. Of course. This is a hometown audience. They're despicable losers. Yeah. I'll let them get it. <laughs> uh, so uh, Hawkins is now zero and 219. Longest, is, longest losing streak in uh, WWE history. A hard I streak to beat, for sure. Uh, Cassandra's favorite, The Authors of Pain, came out with Titus Worldwide again, and uh, we'll see more of that. The only thing I wrote was, I feel like Apollo is just too good for these matches. Because yeah. when you see him get a couple moves in, you're like, oh, he should be in a match with somebody good. But no, he's stuck in there with uh, Authors of Pain. I, I mean, I think I think Titus is Titus coming is to... Too. Titus is good. And he does a lot of work for WWE making them look good in, in yeah. the world. He's, he's pretty much the only thing they have out there doing any charity yeah. work. Making them, counteracting their evil is Titus. <laughs> <laughs> but I think he's c- coming to the end of his in-ring career and uh, should move into a 
ambassador type role. Big show type of role. Big show type of role. I yeah. forgot. He's the other yeah. thing, counter balancing. Oh, and yeah. well, what about John and John Cena? Cena has gone to see five hundred Make a Wish kids. Yeah, but he. Oh wait, he's going to be wrestling again though. Yeah, yeah. he'll be back. Ronda Rousey came out for her women's championship coronation. They made all the other women who have been wrestling for years and longer stand around beneath her. Uh, several of the women, uh, you know, looked like they were not pleased to be there. Specifically, Sash Banks and Bailey, who are normally yeah. very happy, were scowling at everyone the whole time. Yeah. If I, you know, thought. That that they were writing good scripts and all world-class actors. I would think that that was part of a storyline. Mm-hmm. But no, I'm pretty sure that they were just pissed to be there. We had some um, all-truth from Stephanie, though. When oh, all-truth. No shade here. No shade from her. She said, without me and my vision and business talent, it never would have happened. Talking about Ronda Rousey winning. I molded her in my likeness. Allow me to introduce my protege. All of these women want to be just like me. (laughs) (laughs) With the possible exception of Sasha Bailey. (laughs) And then Ron Rousey, being rude as hell, wouldn't shake Steph's hand and then put her in a fucking arm bar. Well, I heard that right before this segment, Stephanie had her hand down her pants. Uh, <laughs> and she came out and said, you big league in me, Ronda Rousey? <laughs> what if I tell my dad? <laughs> you shake my hand. So I can understand why she wouldn't do it. You know. <laughs> so next week, she'll lose the title for sure. Yeah. Vince's <laughs> no big league in Steph. <laughs> Or Randy. Or Everybody got to shake Randy's hand. <laughs> you know what he does? <laughs> you know what he does, guys? Touch his penis. Uh, maybe since Ronda Rousey made stuff look so weak, he'll move Randy Orton over to be his new kid and also <laughs> in charge of Raw, married to Triple H. <laughs> Just wow. replaces what? Stephanie with her Randy Orton. Wow. Paul? We know you're listening. <laughs> don't out. don't just steal these ideas from Constable Cass. You can't just write these no. the wonderful storylines into your script. You gotta pay her. You gotta My pay her. My fans will know yeah, that so they're mine. Everyone, everyone that is out there in the nuclear heat podcast <laughs> universe has heard Constable Cass. This is trademarked, copyrighted. Vince replaces Stephanie with Randy Orton. Oh yeah. I can see it happening. Your new wife. (laughs) (laughs) Randy, remember the deal. You need to get big fake tits. (laughs) Oh, for sure. That's the first thing he he makes Randy do. Touches the dick and then makes him shake his hand. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Randy. Randy McMahon. <laughs> Randall Catherine McMahon. <laughs> Billion dollar princess. Randy McMahon. So, no that respect. was all of Raw. No <laughs> well, uh, yeah, Bo Dallas was squashed by one of the guys from uh, the revival, and then Curtis Angle, Axel, was uh, Curtis Angle. squashed. <laughs> Curtis There's a lot of Kurtz and Curtises in this thing. There's like 60 guys on the on the roster, yeah, give or take. Too close. There's like three or four with either Kurt well, or Curtis. They, 
when they made Kurt Angle GM, they also put him in charge of hiring, and he'll only look at resumes. He, so it, people named Curtis or Kurt. No, uh, what it actually is, he's had so many concussions, he can't remember all the names. He, I mean, come on. So he just names them all Kurt when they come in. Or he thinks he's giving like himself another paycheck. <laughs> just sign. Looks like my name. <laughs> Everyone is apparently scamming over there. Touches his dick and then shits her hands. <laughs> All right. So we'll have a continuation of the B team and revival feud, presumably. Probably uh, forever. So that's that. We'll move on to Smack Down. We'll lay it the Smack Down. Mm-hmm. So, starting on Smack Down, we had our favorites, Miz and Maurice, come to the ring. Crowd was chanting for stupid little DB the whole time. Fucking loser. Douchebag. <sighs> Pretty sure. And. Dick butt. We had some great acting from Miz and Maurice. Um, they were both being very serious, very somber. Miz, I have a family to think of with a heavy heart and sadness. I have to announce that. And then he took a break to cry on Maurice's shoulder for a couple minutes. I am officially announcing my retirement, another pause, of ever facing Daniel Bryan again. And then just uh, so many boos from those idiots in the audience. And then he's bragging about Ms. and Mrs. Calls Maroon Sky God's gift to ratings, which was really funny. And um, then he tried to get a Ms. and Mrs. Chick going. (laughs) Then, of course, interrupted by Little DB, calls Miz a cheater and a coward, just lies from DB. <laughs> Brie Bella runs out, punches... Did get a you're a coward chant going. Yeah, of course. Brie Bella, of course, runs out, punches Miz in the face. Miz and Maurice have to run away. She just had a baby. Come on. C-section Come on, at that. Brie Bella. Um, yeah, she's major punch- surgery. Major surgery. She's punching him in the face, not belly flopping on him. No, Maurice, no, Maurice had to run away. Yeah. Oh, oh, because oh. A charged up Brie mode, Brie Bella came charging out at them. Yeah. Um. So Brie announces apparently Paige. fifteen absolutes and cranberries. And oh yes. Deep into Fucking Brie mode. Brie mode. Brie mode. <laughs> So, Brie announces Paige set a mixed tag match for the four of them at Hell in a Cell. What are your thoughts on that match, Rob? I know you had some. I think it. I think it'll be as good as a mixed tag match can be. Mm-hmm. I don't. I would have honestly rather see two matches. Mm-hmm. If maybe at one pay per view, maybe at two pay per views, maybe put. Daniel Bryan, uh, Miz, two at Hell in a Cell, and then Brie Maurice at Evolution. Um, because the way the mixed tag matches work just hurts everyone. It, you know, part of being in a tag match is that you can get an advantage by not allowing your opponent to tag out. But if the men and women have to only face each other, and it switches on every tag. You can't get an advantage. So I just yeah. don't like mixed I tag really matches. I feel that it should, they should just bring back Intergener. Yeah, I mean, like, I, they there's it. would be bad optics early 
But if you control the optics by making the women look strong oh. before you start having more intergender matches, you make the women look strong by having one woman win six matches in a row. Then she's dominant. Then when she faces a man, it doesn't look like it's a giant man manhandling a woman. She's able to fight on the same level. And we'll pay her 60 cents to the dollar. I'd go as far as 78. (laughs) I was making a positive point. Mm -hmm. And I got derailed by an idiot. (laughs) Anyway. I dragged you down to my level. Anyway, I I agree. I want intergender tag matches at the very least, if not just straight intergender rending. Yeah. A wrestling, and I don't want it to only be James Ellsworth who they're just going to call small and embarrass. I want the women to be presented in a way that makes it make sense for them to fight any of I the mean, men. When you see the women now, they could take on some of the men. There's no doubt. Yeah, certainly. You have them wrestle, and they're strong. Right. We've we've presented situations where smaller men can beat bigger men. By yeah, by by doing uh, athletic work rather than you know just standing there. Of course, if Finn Balor stands there and punches Braun Strowman, Braun Strowman's probably gonna beat him into just a fist fight. What are you doing, Finn? Finn, why you do that? <laughs> uh, so so Finn has to <laughs> run around. <laughs> And do athletic things. Well, that can apply for the women as well. That's yeah, all I wanted yeah. to get out. I don't know. Go ahead. Let's talk about more SmackDown. Forget okay. about this. Next up, we had <laughs> your guy's favorite. The Authors of Pain? No. Oh, no. That's Constable Cass's favorite. Randall, Catherine Orton. Sanity. Facing mm-hmm. Jeff Hardy. Uh, he Jeff Hardy... Um, hit Whisper in the Wind and Twist of Fate pretty early. And then... Um, we had Orton again sticking his finger through the ear hole. Mm-hmm. Uh, just you, finger so gross was just on his dick. You know it was. Oh and my god! Vince Down his pants, and then he makes him shake his hand. Oh, yes. oh, that really pissed off Hardy, and he went fucking berserk all over RKO, hitting him with multiple chairs, tables. Jumping off Ladders? giant equipment, <laughs> uh, swantoned him off of some giant case Looks in like the audience. like a speaker, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. But, anyway, got a little bit of revenge on Orton, who was left crying on a table. Hopefully Randall Catherine goes away for a long, long time. I doubt it. I'm I sure suspect he'll be back, he'll be back next week. <laughs> 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 Touches his dick. <laughs> Oh. Backstage would have pulled his glands through uh, Jeff's ear. Oof, oof. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to see Randy anymore at all. No, no, no. no. I guess we're in agreement. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One more time. So you know I've been pushing every week in the push it segment for my girl Naomi to come back. She was missing, and this week we had Naomi versus. Peyton Royce of the Iconics. What a dream match for us. Another another person that has been coming up in all three of our uh, push-its. Well, not Mike's, because these are generally nonsense. But <laughs> <laughs> 
two out of three push-ups up Peyton Royce, so who were you rooting for in this match? You know, I was rooting for my girl's Iconics, even though I love Naomi, I'm so happy to see her. She's so athletic, she's great in the ring, she looked amazing. They both looked really great. The match was good, it was short. Um, they both got in some good hits. Uh, Peyton got the Fisherman Suplex to pin Naomi and win, and it looked really good. It was all around a good match. And uh, first in a long time, a win for one of the a Iconics. Win for the Iconics! Yay! Yay! Somebody's been listening to the Push It segment. <laughs> and uh, in that case, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Next we come to uh, Becky Lynch. Comes to the ring, tries to explain what happened at SummerSlam. Her epic takedown of Charlotte Flair when she lost her goddamn mind. Um, she said Charlotte Flair deserved the beatdown because she deserved to be a women's champ. SummerSlam was supposed to be all about her. She goes on this long rant where she's really trying to heal it up. And the whole time, those idiots in the audience are just chanting, Becky! Becky! And then she tries even harder, saying, uh, you're cheering me now, but you were cheering Charlotte when she fucking won. And they're still cheering Becky. Then Charlotte Flair's music hits. They boo her to try and appease yeah, yeah. Becky, but it does not work. We got a pull-apart brawl. There was, with they were all over the ring, all over the outside. All the women <laughs> of the roster had to come out, try and stop them. And Becky eventually got drug away by all the heels, clearly trying to make her a heel. Charlotte accidentally uh, uh, punched Naomi in the face at one point. Mm-hmm. It was. It was, a, it was odd to me. It was odd, yeah. Uh, there, so why don't we talk about both this and SummerSlam, mm-hmm. this whole storyline going forward? Since I think we were kind of as a group pushing for the Becky heel turn, mm-hmm. and now that we've got it, what do we think? I like the Becky heel turn. I feel like though the idiots that are the fans are just chanting for because of course everyone loves Becky, but for it to really work, they've really got to work with her. I think that there, that yes, the audience, and this is an audience that's post pay per view, which mm-hmm. in recent years has mean meant that that they're going against the storyline and trying to get themselves over. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in an area where people are very wrestling smart. Fucking idiots in New York. Well, we're in an area where people are wrestling well, yeah, smart, too. Well, yeah, because Philadelphia, we're smart. We know how to do sports. Yeah, Brooklyn, <laughs> like, Brooklyn is all fucking hipsters. Who love Losers. And anyway, okay, uh, okay, we okay, know okay. when we've gone to live wrestling shows, you boo the heel. Exactly. Even if you like them, you cheer for the face, you boo for the heel, that's how you get the heat going. The the right. match that's is how better. The, the, the stories are enjoyable. Yeah. So they're really ruining what could be yeah. a good heel turn. As cool and as Becky, Darth Vader is, you still root for Luke Skywalker. Yes. yes. <clears throat> and Becky was <clears throat> fucking giving it her all in her speech. She was yeah. laying into them, and they weren't giving her anything to work with. To be fair, there were a couple of missteps here that could have, uh, that make part of the blame not on Becky, who 
On the writers. On the writers, the WWE. Those dumb, dumb writers. I say it every week. Fucking idiots. They got if, them in the garbage, brought them right yes, into the writing yes, room. Yes, yes, yes. You heal off on the writers every week. I don't know why you got to call out my, my work here. <laughs> uh, God. You were talking about... Oh, misstep. Yes. The misstep is that Charlotte shouldn't have pinned Becky. Because that's what makes Becky sympathetic. Yes. If Charlotte had pinned Carmella at SummerSlam, then then when Becky had hit her from behind, it would have, you know, she would have been clearly the bad guy. Mm-hmm. But s- since her friend pinned her in the match that was supposed to be, you know, hers, then she's sympathetic. And so the, there is, there's flaws in the storytelling here. The, the problem with that is the writers don't know how to write stories for women. So they want to make everything. We were friends and now we're not friends. My friend pinned me and I'm pissed about it. We have that there's already made up. There's mm-hmm. problems in the writing for men too. This there is not are, limited to the women's division. This is how they handle everything. You are correct. There food. is, there is, a Bailey lot of and Sasha. We were friends, and now we're not friends. Yeah. Now we're the boss hog connection. Yeah. We're gonna catch them Duke boys. Get them dang ride squatters. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and Luke. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. It it is a big part of they need to bring in female writers who know that. Women aren't just arguing over who's their best friend this week. It's true. I, that they should just write it. I was going to point to the uh, the Raw Women's Division as not doing that, but then I realized, oh no. They are. They're setting up Naya, Natty to do the same thing to Naya going against Rhonda. Alexa, yeah. we used to be friends. Yeah, and she was catty to me. Yes. Okay. Yes, the women's writing is bad. The men's writing is bad too. Uh, yeah, but they we were have supposed a lot more options. Yeah, we were supposed to uh, boo the guy who was part time in favor of the guy who was full time. Is it's not it's not they, it's not here. we were best friends and we're not best friends anymore. But it's still pretty crappy writing. That is in no way a way to uh, make Roman the baby faces to say this guy's only here part time. He's worse than me. Well, now their whole plan is surround them with people that people like. That's true. Put Finn Balor right next to him. Put the shield right next to him. Get Braun out there. Well, is it working? Hi, no. Finn. <laughs> Hi, Roman. Romy. <laughs> I like your belt. I'm gonna fight the winner. <laughs> Give me that belt. <laughs> All right, let's All right. let's get these hands and get get on to some more Getting SmackDown. Getting on to some more SmackDown. Um, we had a short match with the the Almas Vegas and the Rusevs, where Aiden English finally did something right. And helped Rusev get a pin on Andrade. Feels like a real, uh, similar to the months of Becky Sasha, uh, accidental, uh, nonsense. It's the same thing here. They haven't, they can't make a decision. Is Aiden English, are they breaking these guys up? It's, it's a long, drawn out, 
amazing story. It's really going to be like the godfather for the writers over at WWE. That's a saga. It's a family drama. Leave the gun. Mm-hmm. Bring the canals. Except it's going to be the uh, the really shitty Godfather. Oh, it's, it's Godfather three. three? Yeah. No, the first one. <laughs> <laughs> fucking awful. The, one, really. the one that was uh, How am I supposed to sit Godfather here with voice. both of you healing? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So that was short. Whatever. Next, we come to something really magical. We were all excited. Well, first we were disappointed because Flat Earth Styles came out to do a next-to-the-ring nonsense interview with Renee. Renee asked him what happened at SummerSlam. Flat Earth Styles paused for legit three minutes, just stood there with the dumbest fucking look on his face, and then the crowd started chanting, Who's your daddy? And it was everything. (laughs) (laughs) Then he starts complaining about losing his cool or whatever, and then says he'll rip out Samoa Joe's heart the next time you mention... His family. And then Samoa Joe out of nowhere beats, <laughs> beats the shit out of Flattered Styles, gets him in a Kakina clutch, knocks him the fuck out, and then two straight to the camera. Oh, Wendy! <laughs> Seems like we're making a lot of promises tonight to come home and tuck in the kids. Then he grabbed the pissed out Styles and was like, But Daddy's already gone night night! And then he <laughs> threw him down to the floor. And they cut out. It was perfect. That's how you do a fucking segment. Whoever's writing for them, A+. plus. The only writer that's good on the staff. Do you have any thoughts on it? No, I really love this a uh, bit, too. Yeah. So, uh, were you happy with the SummerSlam match with Joe and AJ? Yeah, it was fine. I didn't. I actually don't need to see a title exchange between these two. I would like some Joe to win. But just the two of them together has been much better than what either of them had before. It's true. And it's been working well. And this right here, it sets up a Hell in a Cell match. To Which be is like a drag out personal match. Samoa Joe and Wendy Styles. Oh yeah, <laughs> just in there, Flat Earth With on the outside crying. Flat Earth baby <laughs> in her corner. Mm-hmm. Mommy, you're bleeding. Flat Earth Baby is like the mick for like taping up her eyes and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was good. I liked it. Um, And then came to our big match, The New Day, minus Big E versus The Bludgies in a no DQ match for the tag team titles. Um, It started out with just a ton of chaos. They were all over in the ring, outside the ring. They were getting tables and chairs and ladders and um, just running around, kicking the shit out of each other. And the Bludgies pretty much dominated for the most part. Um, And then they got a good spot where they uh, bombed uh, Kofi through a ladder that was stretched Uh, nice. two chairs. It sounded painful. It looked painful. And then the Bludgies go to get the Nerf hammers, and <laughs> things turn sour for them. Kofi ducks out of the way when Big Bludgie is running towards him. He yeah. goes through a barrier. He's out. Then this rallies New Day. They get little Bludgie into the ring. Luke Harper. Onto a table. 
Xavier Woods, from the opposite side of the ring, makes the biggest jump ever, smashes Little Bludgie through a table, Kofi gets the pin, New Day's become five times tag team champs, it was amazing, I loved it, they celebrated so hard, they were dancing in the audience, Big E came out dancing with them, and the show ended like it should have. So, in reality, uh... Eric Rowan, who was the one that crashed through the barrier, mm-hmm. is really legit yeah, hurt legit. from SummerSlam. He got hit so that's why he hammer. went through th- through the barrier to, you know, sell a fake injury to get him off TV for his real injury. Which means that we don't have the Bludgeon Brothers around and to I'm feud with the so New Day. I'm so excited. I was tired of them having the belts. Who do you want to feud with the New Day? Obviously, the bar. Their match a couple weeks ago was amazing. A good brothers, get them in there. Usos, obviously. B team. B team, no. Wrong show. If they could move the revival over and get them into the good tag team area, that would be amazing. Heart Foundation. Heart Foundation. Aww. Just, it's just Brett (laughs) by himself. Yeah. Yeah. Just handicap matches every week and old-ass Bret Hart oh. against the New Day. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that. I kind of do. <laughs> uh. Like, you could be a writer for WWE. <laughs> what so, do you think? Who do you want him to face? Who do I want him to face? Yeah. I, I think the bar first. Mm-hmm. I think without the Bludgeon Brothers around, who I would have... Oh, and we forgot about our mortal enemy, Sanity. I would have the the New Day and the Bludgeons pass the belts back and forth if they were both healthy for mm-hmm. a little while before moving on to something else. Yeah. Since that's not an option, I would go the bar first, maybe with after the first match or two, then having some interruptions by Sanity, and eventually getting to the point where we can have six-person tags. Yeah, Sanity versus New Day, all three on each side. Yeah, six-person tags every time would be pretty good. As long as Sanity loses. Yeah, they'll lose, obviously. Our boys will not let us down. They'll win everything. They're on fire. They've had so many wins recently. Blumpkin will definitely be distracted by all the pancakes. I'm pretty sure. sure. You look at a guy like that, he likes carbs. He'll be stealing them out of the children's hands in the audience. (laughs) They'll be like, where are you? He'll just be out there eating pancakes. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Beardy and Sloth lose every time. (laughs) So that's the end of SmackDown. That's the end of SmackDown. So what did everybody think? Pretty good week, long weekend of wrestling here. Uh, did you have a favorite show, Constable? Obviously SmackDown. It's yeah. it Raw. It's better every week. Once, <laughs> one time in all of our recordings has Raw been better? SmackDown better show. We got so many better things. Way less nonsense. Way shorter. Mm-hmm. I agree. You, sir. Oh, uh, SmackDown. SmackDown, Smackdown was uh, head and shoulders above. Mike, your favorite this week? <laughs> I missed both. Mm. <laughs> so SummerSlam was your favorite this week? SummerSlam was my favorite this yeah. week. Hell yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, next, don't call it a comeback next week. Mike watches both shows. Yeah. At least the Hulu feed versions. <laughs> call it a comeback. <laughs> so there was a lot of nonsense this week. There was backstage. a lot of Sense. Of course, we talked about Paul Heyman wanting a rematch for Brock Lesnar. Then we had my boy Kurt Angle fake texting, Constable Corbin interrupting, 
Um, Stephanie firing Kurt. Stephanie firing Kurt. Sending him on a temporary vacation. Yeah. Elias berating his own crew, saying, I'll tell you right now, neither of you is special. Give me that. And then he grabbed his guitar and walked off. Just yeah. a little little behind-the-scenes action of Elias's life. What was really kind of weird was that Elias broke his own guitar at SummerSlam. I got, it was I never really clear... Oh, no. He did not break that guitar. We'll get to that. Okay. Okay. So, we had Little Finn Balor and Braun Strowman backstage. Roman Reigns backstage with Braun Strowman. This part was really weird because Roman Reigns was backstage saying, Braun Strowman can stand out at ringside like a meat shack all he wants. It doesn't bother me. And I just wrote real big in my notes, meat, meat shack. shack? Meat Shack. I don't know what that is. That song by the B-52s. Meat Shack. Baby Meat Shack. Rock Lobster. <laughs> oh. That's the Lobster Shack, you idiot. Oh, uh, oh. Uh, do they have unlimited shrimp at the Lobster Shack? No, that's Red Lobster. <sighs> Son of a bitch. And that's only during Lynn. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're bringing back those cards at the Olive Garden. All you can eat pasta for a year. Mm-hmm. Only three hundred dollars. Should we give one away to one of our listeners and kill that person? <laughs> we find the person that we hate the most and give them a free all you can eat Olive Garden gift card. Well they are doing a um a special a different version of the card this year where for eight weeks all you can eat is a hundred dollars instead of three hundred. Mm-hmm. 300, I mean, that really comes down to you could eat at Olive Garden for less than a dollar a day for every day. All you can eat, pasta, soup, salad, and breadsticks, it's really a bargain. Yeah, it's if you need a carbo load before you got to go wrestle. If there's one near your work and you can go to lunch every day, Mm -hmm. I'm talking myself into the unlimited pasta Mm -hmm. uh, gift card. And, you know, if you're on, you know, you're having... A, a busy week, you're feeling a little bloated and whatnot, you just have the, the salad and the breadsticks. Oh, yeah. 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 Too many carbs? Fuck Skip you. the breadsticks. What? This salad uh, is one of the saltiest things on the menu. I, I'm i just I'm just ducking carbs, man. Alright, yeah. right, Bobby. If you're feeling bloated, don't go for salt. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Something I learned during Shark Week. Off the rails again. I think I'm sorry. This we one some, is my fault. <laughs> I was healing on the Olive Garden. Speaking of Olive Garden, segue <laughs> right into Shark Week. We had Stephanie McMahon at the medical area with Alexa Bliss and Constable Corbin, interrupted by Kurt Angle. This is when she puts uh, Kurt Angle on forced vacation and makes Constable Corbin the acting GM. It was and brilliant. Constable Corbin was wearing a vest. That he stole from his job at TGI Fridays. That is a chain restaurant, just oh, like the Olive Garden. Da, 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 da. Full circle. <laughs> well done. Uh, we had some shit with uh, the bar and the Good Brothers and Renee. Whatever. We had a great bit with Big E, who was backstage having his ribs taped up. Kofi and Xavier came in, asked how his ribs were, and he. Pulls his hand up to reveal a bag of Chinese ribs, and he says, uh, they're okay, but he prefers them smoked with a side of collard greens. Um, I lol I thought it was good. I uh, enjoyed that bit, too. I enjoy everything that the New Day does. Everything they do is Except gold. Kofi in a blonde wig no, pretending to be a sportscaster. But everything else. Solid gold. We had a Shinsuke video, a selfie, like, handheld video, where he's saying that the... 
it's now the United States of Knock America. And bravo. Only, it's like 30 seconds long. Get more of these types of promos. They've been doing the backstage with the cell phone video mm-hmm. for certain people. It, yeah. Shinsuke does them. I think Lana does them as well. Mm-hmm. As long as they're limited to certain people, they're it fine. doesn't become, you know, yeah. oh, here's the Good Brothers with a cell yeah, phone, and here's this guy's with a cell phone. Oh, the Demon Finn Balor has his cell phone out. I'd love to see the Demon Finn Balor's selfie Selfie videos. video work. Mm-hmm. Here's Randy Orton's Snapchat dick pic. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, private for Vince. That's what I imagine. You know how hard somebody had Randy's to fight with Vince <laughs> to not have... the. He was like, well, what's been going on with the Jeff and Shinsuke feud? Well, maybe they've been doing low blows. Breaking news, Randy Orton accused of sexual assault with getting his dick out backstage at WWE, and Vince is like, oh my god, he's already adjacent to the low blow guy. Mm-hmm. Forget about Jeff. Shinsuke just low blows Randy. Yeah, that's all I want someone, to Someone had to mm-hmm. say, Vince, we can't do that. Mm-hmm. We just have to, we just have to get past this, Vince. And, no, no, low blows. And Jeff oh. Lowe blows himself. And then our final backstage nonsense. We had Paige uh, backstage interrupted by Car- Carmella, who wants a rematch with Charlotte Flair for next week. And R-Truth interrupts and says he fu- he wants his match with Carmella. He <laughs> wants a shot at the title. And then we had a good bit of comedy between R-Truth and Carmella. It was funny. It was a nice little break. A few weeks ago, I did knock R-Truth you're crazy. I told his, you were crazy. His first week back when he just rapped and then got squashed. But if all of his segments are going to be lunatic segments like this... He's amazing. Uh, I'm all for it. And then we come to the best slash worst things the announcer said. <laughs> I had two small things. So my worst thing, Kurt Angle to Paul Heyman. As they say in Brooklyn... Forget about it. Oh, it's terrible. It was so bad. Uh, And then my best thing, I had Corey Graves during the B-team entrance. I hope we punish the music guy for coming up with this song. Did you have anything for anything the announcer said you noticed? Uh, Yeah, so I noticed that when the, uh, during the Iconics match, Corey made a indirect reference to Dave Meltzer's Mm -hmm. horrible comments about Peyton Royce. And I'm not sure whether it was good or bad. I think it was a dig at Meltzer. Oh, no, it was definitely a dig at Meltzer. I'm not sure whether it was good or bad. Does it, yeah, does it belong on TV here? Well, I think it does because WWE is a huge platform. It's bigger than... Not everybody that watches, they don't all use social media. Right, so, but if they don't use social media, they don't know that Dave Meltzer said that. Yeah, but for the know, casual they fans, they might know who Dave Meltzer is, and you know, so maybe they've heard the bit of news, but they didn't see the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And it, they should rally behind their stars. Oh, I think like when they when they rallied behind her uh, on, you know, on Twitter. I think the little dig at him was fine. I mean, for I most people, it just it. went right, it went right over, over their, their heads. heads anyway. So for those in the know, he got to 
get a little vindication from somebody on the show. Yeah. That's all. I I agree, I guess. Yeah. I disagree. You disagree? Completely. Do so you know what we're talking about at all? No, I don't. All the women is what you want to do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just the fatties. Yeah. yeah. So should Royce. we run down the women's division roster so no, you can? No, we should not. <laughs> so you we, could talk about the them. Women, yeah, give her the list, and I'll tell currently. you exactly what's wrong with them physically. Are great women supporting women over here at the Nuclear Heat Pod. You know, I love to heal off, but I'll only heal off the men. I support all the women. I support all the women as well. Yeah, I think that's sexist. Actually, right now on the roster, there's nobody bad. Yeah, there really isn't anybody to knock. Mm-mm. There's a couple that are not perfect in the ring, but they're doing great work on the mic, so their in ring work can be forgiven. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of what they can do with their mouths. Wow. Just You're really showing wow. your true colors tonight. I really am. What a jackass. Anyway, Another Dave Meltzer over here. Moving past this, before you dig yourself in too deep, we come to our best shit talk of the week. I had a couple. Corey Graves, uh, Sasha Banks, gets really excited every time Bailey's inflatable buddy show up, because that's more people for her to stab in the back. That was... Another. Bravo, Corey Graves last week and this week had some really good lines. Yeah. Elias um, saying after his blow up last night, his doctor called and said not to go back to Brooklyn. And he said, being around those horrible people is just bad for your health. But he had to perform. And he said, I need you to do something that is difficult for you New Yorkers. Shut your mouths. <laughs> and then brutal to Gert Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins is a loser. You were born a loser. You'll die a loser. Just like every single person here. This stage is reserved for stars, and you don't belong here. Yeah. That was, that was a good a take. A bit of a burial there for yeah. you, Mr. Hawkins. Um, the Miz, talking about D-Bay, of course. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, 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 all you want. This eight-year saga <laughs> came to a conclusion. I did what I said I would do. I beat Daniel Bryan in front of a sold-out Barclays Center. Daniel Bryan gave it his all. He punched me about 100 times, but 100 <laughs> Daniel Bryan punches don't even amount to one Miz punch. You are looking at the hardest punch in WWE, the hardest in this arena. The record books will say the Miz is superior to Daniel Bryan in every way. And then Maurice said... You might as well change your name to Daniel Bella. Oh, <laughs> shit. Boom. Shots fired. <laughs> so good. And, of course, the Iconics. Billy Kay comes out saying, Name something overrated, loud, obnoxious, and with annoying flashing lights everywhere. Peyton Royce. Oh, I know. Brooklyn. Got him. No, Got him. That's the answer to what's a dumpster fire. No, it's something else. Then she does, like, a little mock dance and points at Naomi. <laughs> and Bayworth said, oh, Naomi, and just like the city, she is not iconic. <laughs> that was my shit talks of the week. You know, my favorite lines this week were when the constable Baron Corbin was complaining to Kurt Angle mm-hmm. that, he was scheduled to face Finn Balor the man and Finn Balor the demon came out and he's only asking for a match with Finn Balor the man. 
I know it's dumb, but I really did enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Um, Although, this is another situation where they didn't set things up properly. Because I would think that Finn Balor, the demon, should come out when he's, you know, lost several matches to one guy in a row. As... Well, he lost a bunch. uh, But he won several as well. Yeah, but not as many as he lost. I think you're misremembering beatdowns as losses. Yeah, that's still a loss. He looked bad. Yeah, when you look like a pussy, that's bad. Yeah, that's bad. That's a Mm -hmm. loss. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, the Baron Corbin Kurt Angle thing was good. Yeah, I enjoyed that. And then we come to everyone's favorite segment. Fashion break. You guys excited? Medium. What? Get out of here. I mean, it's fine. Mm-hmm. We'll let you do this thing. Yeah. You, you want me to skip it? This no. Is, no, 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 go no, ahead. No, Let's no, talk about the fashion. Yeah. We'll just, this will be Let's talk break. about the fashion. This will be the last fashion break. We'll just... I'm going to save it all for next week. <laughs> but no, SummerSlam's an event where there's all new fashions. Go oh, ahead. I didn't put anything about SummerSlam in here. <laughs> There's nothing special about outfits at SummerSlam. Would you do the fashion break? Fashion break. Sasha and Bailey with the new gold and purple navy gear, multicolored. Um, Really trying to look like a team. Speaking of teams, we have the Ride Squad with new gear, red and black, trying to punk it up. (laughs) Uh, Sarah Logan replaced her leather Viking shorts with jean shorts. She's going for a John Cena look with the... Yeah, I think so. (laughs) the, The jorts. The jorts. Um, Elias was not wearing a floral shirt this week, but he was rocking a walk with Elias tee with the <laughs> sleeves cut way off, like all the way down. Looked amazing. Rocking a signature scarf, of course. He, he sees was... how people are really excited for Kofi when he oh, chops yeah. his, his t-shirt to pieces. <laughs> looked like a fucking stud. <laughs> um, Alexa Bliss was rocking a pink sparkly sling for her broken <laughs> arm. <laughs> I mean, it fits her, it fits her character. It's true. good. It's true. Uh, Jeff Hardy was back with the green and orange face paint. Looking great. It's a classic. Naomi had the giant furry glow-in-the-dark jacket with the flashing green lights built in. Was happy to see her That was back. really cool. She Very continues fun. to have the best entrance yeah. in all of WWE. Becky Lynch ditched the steampunk gear this week, surprisingly. Because she's a, a bad lass. She's a, yeah. She's bad now. She's wearing a cut-up t-shirt and black leather pants, really embracing her and her bad a girl. A villain. Mm-hmm. She's a villain. Uh, Stephanie was wearing a black jumpsuit with some geometric striped design. Triple H shined in a gray suit, really looking so profesh, both of them. But the true most fashionable power couple of WWE is, of course, the Miz and Maurice. Mm. They look phenomenal. Maurice wore a red power suit. Uh, she had some long blonde extensions. She looked beautiful. Miz wore a black three-piece suit with a red striped shirt and a maroon paisley tie. I'm assuming a little nod to maroon sky on that <laughs> one. And they're definitely the first family of WWE. Yes, it's very likely that Ms. selects his clothes <laughs> in homage to your parody name for his baby. <laughs> the baby was named after Maroon 5. Ooh, that makes it even worse. worse. What a heel Ms. is to <laughs> name... his own baby. <laughs> 
I would have been a pessimist. And anything to get over. Anything yeah. to get heat. <laughs> and that was your <laughs> fashion, fashion break. break. <laughs> and now we come to one of our favorites, the Push It segment. Ooh, Push It. Um, We saw some of our faves come back this week that we have been pushing. Um, Iconics finally got a win. Finally, finally. And I want to see more of them. Uh, I want more shit-talking, more winning. Elias, I need more wrestling. Uh, braiding the crowd, just more Elias. Speaking of Elias, when you mentioned breaking his guitar earlier, he had a little bit when he was talking. He said somebody is sabotaging him. So He says Fender makes a great product. It wouldn't break on its own. He thinks someone is out to get him. And I think this is the beginning of a really good story. Um, we find out eventually through there's like a series of bad things happening to Elias. Ooh. Eventually, we find out who dun, it is. Dun, dun. They build up this big fight. Mm. I think that's what's gonna happen. That's yeah. And then my third push it is Oscar. I want her to come back. Where is oh, she? Oh yeah, where is Oscar? Mia. You have anybody you want to push up? You know, I, I'll I'll say that you know. I'm going to continue to advocate for the people, even if they've had one win or they've just come back for one week. I'd like to see more of the Iconics and Naomi. Mm-hmm. Who else am I looking for more from? Um, again, Bobby Roode is missing altogether, and I'd like more Bobby Roode. Heal Bobby Roode. Um, Christian Magician, Bobby Roode the Glorious One. I would assume that the, the heel version will be... Demonic uh, magician. Well, we all know he was missing from SummerSlam because it was on a Sunday, and he's always busy on Sundays. Well, it's all a, he's just trying to lay low with all everything that's going on in Pennsylvania right mm. now. Yeah. Mike, anybody you want to push? The Rock. The Rock. Oh, I'd love that. He's yeah. been gone for he's a been while. Gone for a while. Well, there's talk of him coming back to. Uh, Main event SummerSlam. Oh, yeah, baby. With your boy, third member of the Shield, Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. yeah. nephew or cousin or well, they've got grandson use, of the Rock. They've now got to use their biggest star ever to get <laughs> Roman Reigns over. Yeah. There was a lot of talk about that this week because uh, in an interview, Seth Rollins said he, he thinks that they should use their current talent and not have The Rock come back in main event at WrestleMania. What do you think, Constable Cass? Valid point? You know, I'm not the biggest fan of Seth Rollins. He's a dick. He's antagonizing poor Ziggler, <laughs> showing off with his heel shield buddies. But they really, they've got enough talent. They don't need The Rock yet. Would I like The Rock to come back? Of course. Everyone loves The Rock. He's a huge star. And he's amazing. I'd love to see him, but we don't need him. So what if uh, The Rock comes back for WrestleMania but isn't the main event? How do you feel then? If it's he opened? Fourth to last. Uh, opened. Opened WrestleMania. I'm, I'm thinking that The Rock won't pre-show. be opening. <laughs> yes, pre-show. <laughs> he's the host of WrestleMania. You don't think they'll a surprise appearance first right away with The Rock? I don't know. I don't know. Having to Usually destroy you save Roman your- Reigns? Biggest star, arguably, of all time for later in the show, but well, maybe first. I think Vince's plan is probably to have the true biggest star, Hulk Hogan, Ugh. as the main event. I'm, I'm not talking about this guy. <laughs> not talking. It'll be Randy Orton and Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Battle of the Dicks. Yes. 
It's first, better than the battle that they would have had a few years ago. Yeah. So, first one to touch their dick or use a slur loses. Mm-hmm. Vince go. would never book that match. <laughs> it would be a two-second match. <laughs> And, or, and of course, that's the match Vince would insert himself into. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Vince walking all the way down the ramp. Oh, oh touches his dick. <laughs> <laughs> Makes him shake his hand. <laughs> oh, so much better than Shane. <laughs> <laughs> so, we talked about some things we liked this week New Day, winning the titles, Iconics and Naomi. Um, Becky with the heel turn, Samoa Joe, of course, attacking Flatrip Styles. There were some things I didn't like. We mm-hmm. already talked about it. The Shield reunion, Roman Reigns still, and Zig and Mac losing. It was all bullshit. Do you have any hot takes? Uh, you know, I you know I don't like un unearned shades of gray in my wrestling. So the the Shield attacking Braun Strowman was on high on my list of things I didn't like. Is there anything you don't like this week, Mike? Yeah, working so much I missed it. Yeah. All right, anything everybody's looking forward to? Uh, Hell in a Cell is coming up. Uh, Evolution is coming up. (laughs) This weekend we're going to see Ring of Honor in Philadelphia for the international TV taping. Um, Really looking forward to Hurricane versus Marty Marty Skrull. That'll be awesome. Gonna see our boys, Young Bucks. And Cody, Cody and the Young Bucks, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Lots maybe of other good Dalton matches. Castle, maybe. Oh, yeah. Really so. looking forward to seeing the, the former Emma. Yep. So. It'll, it'll be really good. Oh, and then the following weekend is All In. Are you all looking forward in. to All In? What match are you looking forward to on the All In card, Cassandra? Uh, obviously, the Kenny Omega match versus uh, Penta. Um, Pentaceroin. Yeah. Pentatonics. It's Pentagram Jr. Gonna bring the house down, and I'm here for it. I'm all in for it. All in for it? Yeah. Really, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you looking forward to there? Well, of course, that you, you picked the best one. Of course I did. Um, but also the Golden Elite I'm looking forward to as well. So. Yeah, for sure. I'm looking forward to Hell in a Cell. Mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan and The Miz mm-hmm. and their family. Ooh, the babies and the wives. The babies and the wives. That's interesting. I think that's a little unrealistic. It's a but what about tag. the babies in a shark cage hanging above the ring? <laughs> that definitely would have happened in the Attitude Era. Oh, yes. I'm going to put it out there. <laughs> Baby on a pole match. Yes. Or they just suspend them like they do with the belts. Oh, like ring. a ladder match? Yeah, ladder match oh, for the babies. Wow. Yeah. Ooh, just think about a baby joust. Mm-hmm. Where instead of having like the point at the end, it's just a baby strapped baby. to it. Mm-hmm. Like you smash the baby against the shield, and and you know I mean, the sure shield why. is somehow involved at this point. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh, his children are a little bit older, but maybe we can uh, involve Vince's uh, kids, Woken Matt Hardy. <laughs> And Rebby Sky, I was gonna go with, but yes, oh, yeah, the new- Shane on a pole match, but you know Vince is gonna stand there and like, I don't want to get him. The Hardy Babies, we call them. <laughs> yes, the Hardy Babies, Prince mm-hmm. Maxel. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've really got a great. Uh, we've got a great card shaping up here. Yeah. For thirty years down the line, <laughs> we've got the Hardy Babies, Little DB Baby, and 
Little Miz Baby, and uh, of course, Vince's kids. <laughs> 30 years down the line, when Sh- Shane and S- Stephanie are the 70-year-olds that run the business. So, I want to talk a little bit about my Heel of the Week winner. Last week, we had, of course, Ruby Riot for her amazing return and takedown of the Boston Hug Connection. Thank and, you to everyone who voted, even yeah, though we ignored you. Thank you. This week's nominees are Becky Lynch, Miz and Maurice, Elias, Samoa Joe, and the Iconics. Ooh. Changed it up a little. Got some new yeah. blood in there. Head on over. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Vote. I'm really hopeful Uh-huh. that maybe one of these weeks the Miz will win. Well, I mean, this week, him and Maurice. We're really good. So <laughs> they've got a chance. But we've also got Becky in there and Samoa Joe. It's Samoa a Joe. tough battle this week. I wasn't They're sure if you won. would even consider Samoa Joe to be a heel. Oh. <laughs> Samoa Joe has been amazing these past couple of weeks. Uh, but I wasn't sure if you would think he was oh, no. a heel. He's not a heel, but... <laughs> He's on your heel of the week, though. Yeah. This isn't, these people aren't heels necessarily, but this week they have some nice heel work. Oh, okay. That's why it's of the week. Okay, okay. Any tactics that you use to take down a flat earther are acceptable. Acceptable. We live in a world where, you know, there's actual Nazis. You gotta punch the Nazis. Punch the Nazis, take down the flat earther. You've gotta tease the flat earther's wife (laughs) with a feather. Scare their child. So we come to our. Shouty out of the week. Shouty out of the week. And this week, we are giving a big shouty out to fellow Philly wrestling podcast, the Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast. Um, They promise to deliver wrestling talk like you've never experienced before. They're on Twitter at... They speak into your ass. Sorry. They're on Twitter at 215wrestling. And I've listened to a bunch of these guys' episodes lately after uh, we all followed each other on Twitter. Um, And this week's episode is pretty interesting. They uh, brought on a female fan to get a different perspective, since in general their podcast is just two or three men. It's just full of testosterone. Full of testosterone. I mean, they must have heard our podcast and said, hey, they've got a good thing going, the female perspective. Mm -hmm. Let's rip that off. That girl is so smart. She's the best part of the show. I can't believe she even has two guys on there. Maybe we'll we could just her listen to her for a ton of money. She comes over, joins us, gets more listeners. Anyway, I'd recommend uh, this week's episode of the Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast. Yep, go listen to them. Give them a follow, whatever. And if you want a shout out, reach out to us on our socials. On Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Patreon technical show, everything. And the links like, are in the show notes. Links are in the show notes. Go like our pages. Leave us some rude comments. Um, we have our first big contest coming up. We've got an unboxing coming up where we're going to pit WrestleCrete against the Wrestling Club box to see whose box reigns supreme. Ooh. Oh, shit. And 
And uh, leave us a review yeah. on if Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts if they allow you to give reviews. Leave us a review. Reach more people. Share the apps with your friends or your enemies. Tell tell the world how we gave you the courage to try drunk driving. Yeah. <laughs> Let everybody know how it worked out for you. Come on. Talk to us on our socials. Let us know how it went. If you need a ride, hit me up on Uber. I'm at Drunk Nuclear Heatcast. <laughs> I think I have some friend codes in my Uber app, so uh, you know if you need one, yeah. reach out. We'll yeah. send you a whatever yeah, they're doing now, five dollars off your first thousand dollar purchase or whatever it is. We'd love to hear from you. Anything you want to talk about, let us know. And thank you for listening, Dum Dums. Until next week, drink beer, watch wrestling, nuclear heat podcast. Goodbye. Bye.